children. We encourage Harold. <laughs> this was my one night. I'm always at home with the children all day, saving Harold, away. Harold, you peel the potatoes. <laughs> Did you say you killed the potato? It's Thursday. We're trying something new because Austin was like, guys, just keep saying Harold. And I was like, why? And he's like, because that's how we're going to start. And I was like, well, now you've made this awkward. And he's like, no, no, just act natural. And I was like, what is this, a porn? <laughs> Don't like you we're, we're missing the couch. obligatory, like, sex, oh, like, sex theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it's just ruined by my shrieking, Harold. <laughs> No, it's the 1970s porn. Oh, true. Actually, that could, could be I don't see a fluffer in this room. It depends on. It's the person that makes yeah. sure it stays hard yeah. Yeah. the whole okay. time. So it's that. not the actual porn actress. It's a whole separate. I'm going to say person. Because uh-huh. I'm not. Usually it's a female, but, you know, they're for gay porn. There's probably a male. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know. But anyways, but that person's job is just to keep the dick hard. That's gargle, gargle, gargle. <laughs> I will never understand deep-throating. It's not attractive. I mean, blowjobs in general, according to Bob the Drag Queen, are never attractive. <laughs> what the fuck was it in the group? There was that Mimi, and it's just like, why do people keep calling me a whore? And she spits oh, on the yeah, toothbrush. Oh, no, no, I, like, I posted that, hair, actually. <laughs> Like she literally just oh, I saw it, you know, I saw it. Oh my god. And then, but yeah, no, if you really want to hear about how blowjobs truly are, watch Bob the Drag Queen's Suspiciously Large Woman special on Amazon Prime. I oh believe god, it is still slow. available. It's amazing. You yeah, have to watch shit. it. Purse first. Purse first. Purse first. But anyways, moving on from porn and Harold. Harold. Walk into the purse. I just wanna I just wanna whisper it the way Harold. <laughs> and so I gazed in lovingly into the wind, thinking of my, fondly of my Harold. I so wish Sorry. I was a better audio, like I knew more about this. Then that way I could just take it and make little clips. Oh yeah, just throughout the end. Harold. Wait, no, well that, and then like then that way you guys wouldn't have to do it. And like when I figure out how to get the headsets on y'all, then oh, like <laughs> I can't be Harold now that I think about it. <laughs> because is it because you're not a white male? No. I could be the best white man ever. <laughs> I'm no Jesus. Let me, just, I can now just see Burr running around. Subjectifying women. No, but the one I'm person important. screams, Harold. So huh. what's the one person's name then? Kumar. What? No. Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Kumar. No, the person saying, Harold, would their name be Kumar? No. no. Just... I don't know. Because I've always pictured be me in the wind, like old-fashioned dress, old-timey dress. I was the one doing trouble and everything, so I would be the not doing trouble. Just you just need to think of the children. Think of the children. And the I don't kill know. I don't know. I don't know why Harold needs to think of the children. I'm not sure exactly what actions were taking course, but he needs to just think of the children. 
oh my god, that's what we can do for Halloween. Get a bald mask thing, like some big glasses, fucking suspenders. Oh and yeah, then... no, because you gotta look like, you know what I picture Harold looking like? You know, me at the Robinsons and the fucking, uh, the fucking science teacher who like has, oh wait, no, maybe that's not it. I think you're thinking of um, The Incredibles. It. No. Not that one? <sighs> okay. I need the one. It's the guy, and he's got, like, the thick glasses, and his eyes are all googly, and he's, like, obnoxious. It's one of those fucking... See, I can't think and of And he's got a, a face like, on the back of his head? No. Because he's bald? He's bald up top, and the hair... Oh, God, this is going to drive me insane. I know who you're talking about. He's um, got, it's like, like, and he's got like, it's almost like an oval, like, and then the ears, and. Uh, what, what what's the scene that you remember with him? I don't know. It's just he's like very skinny and big head, and then like he's like man about something. Is he pointing to a TV? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it! Because that would be. I, I, I think it's the Incredibles teacher. I, no, it's not the Incredibles teacher. I know um, that for a fact. Damn it! Okay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Austin's two for two Do you think Harold is? Or the person saying Harold? No, that's the man I picture being what Harold would look like. Okay, so. I can have you dress up as that, and you have a name tag that says Harold, and then. I thought you were Harold. Okay, so I'll have it saying Harold, and we gotta think of a name for you. I don't know. Because you can't put guys screaming Harold. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not gonna be, it's gotta be a woman. And it needs to be like an old colonial old, old kind of woman, the, or older like female name. Agna, no. Martha, Agnes. Oh, Agnes. Makes you think I could of just hear, uh, like Harold being like, "Calm down, Agnes." Harold. All I could think of is Agnes is from Matilda, but I just like that. I think that's the name, Agnes, I but love like it. a young Agnes, because I'm not of age yet. I don't know, but whatever. I'm here flipping. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But anyways, the creep cast. Where we haven't even mentioned the we, title. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned the topic. We've been so focused on Harold. <laughs> and I blame Austin for this. Because it was his idea to start it this way, and he's just rolled us down the hill. Rolling. Rolling, rolling. down the Harold Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so this week's topic is uh, a creature of South African folklore, the Groot Slang. Yay! Yay! And I want to do a quick, you know, giving credit where credit's due. I'd like to thank Folklore on the Rocks for giving us this idea because they did an episode on it. I will be more specific in pop culture, but I definitely want to get that in the beginning as well as the end. So props to them because... I remember listening to that episode and I was like, the fuck is that? It sounds stupid. And then I was like, all right, it's pretty cool. And I added it to our list. Because pretty much that's all podcasts are, just repeating the same topics, but in a different manner. But regardless, thank you, Folklore on the Rocks. I'm terrible. I haven't been only keeping up on like two of my usual podcasts, so I can't recall your guys' name right now. But go check out Folklore on the Rocks, especially if you love like a more... I guess you would say like a little more storytelling because in between their topics, they'll pick a topic or pick a creature and then, oh, I just totally hit my mic, pick a creature and then the next episode they do specific folklores from the vicinity that creature is from. So very cool. Cool. Very interesting. 
also another credit due to Mysterious Universe. Uh, their website is pretty much where we got all of our information from was their article. Um, I did not write down the writer of said article, but hopefully they knew who they are. Whatever. Because you're being. awesome. You're great. Thank you so much for all the info. You beautiful soul. Yeah. Yes, because otherwise I would be in the downward spiral of the internet where I'd be trying to find information on the Groot Slang and then somehow end up watching more cat on vid- Roomba videos. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Sandman cat is everything. I'll show you later. I think we showed him before. Yeah, no, because remember we were totally watching went it. to the Dell commercial. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so we were com- on our way back from Katya, and that's when I saw it for the first time when we were in the Uber on the way back to my apartment. You were sleeping I, at the time, so. Oh, was he sleeping? He was sleeping. Well, that was impressive. Just sleeping wherever the fuck you want, huh? <laughs> well, the vertigo started kicking in for him, so. Uh, it's either get extremely sick and puke out the car, or yeah, you don't sleep. Don't do that. Yeah, that's gross. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Groot slang. Yay. Groot slang. Groot slang. What is a Groot slang, you ask? I don't know. This this is a reasonable question for once because it is very not well known. I was going to say little known, but I don't know if that didn't make much sense. So continue shitting. Shitting. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting? Shut the hell up. I mean, I assume that people sometimes listen to us while they shit. I mean... I'm not going to tell them, no. The beauty of podcasts, you, you can you take do. them anywhere. You do you, boo. We ain't here to judge. <laughs> just tell stories. Except for me. I will judge. Yeah, Austin's You garbage. always judge. It's your job. <laughs> but anyways, so point being, Groot Sling is not that well known. So let me tell you about it. So the Groot Sling, or Groot Sling, Slange, I don't know. I probably should have looked the proper pronunciation of that, but fuck it. Here we are. Uh... Breathe problems. Uh, Afrikaans and Dutch for big snake. Wow. Yay. Yay. Uh, it is a legendary creature that is said to dwell in a deep cave in the Richtersveld, South Africa. This is sounding very sexual, I realize now. <laughs> Back to our gold star. Porn theme. This is, this is the porn cast. Just kidding. Which actually, no, what's funny is looking up a podcast for work. And I'm not going to go into the details of what the podcast is called because I don't want to, like, you know, trying to keep work out of this. But essentially, I was looking up a podcast that someone at her work did a presentation at, whatever. And the podcast name was um, similar to another podcast name, which luckily um, obviously didn't click on the one that I shouldn't click on. But before I made it to the one I was supposed to, it was one of the earlier things that popped up and it was like a BDSM podcast. And I was like, oh no. I was in the car for that. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I was looking for. It's your inner Dom coming out. <laughs> I'm not though. Nonsense. <laughs> hey, you do that thing. <laughs> I seem bossy, but I'm not. Everyone just assumes. Maybe that's your kink. People find you awkward and adorable, so they're just like... Wait, no, that wouldn't be my kink. That would be their kink. Well, that's your key, then, to the kink. <laughs> no, I was like, I thought you were saying that again. I was like, no, Bert, I just said... No. Uh, no. It would be really weird. I want someone really awkward to boss me around who doesn't know what they're doing. There's... I mean, hey, you know what? There's something for everybody out there. Exactly. We're not here to judge once more except for Austin because he's the worst. <laughs> There's no tinging up on the words. It's uh, all right, Jesus, womp, calm womp. down. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. 
that noise. We need a soundboard. I've been listening to a lot of Race Chaser Pod, and they have a soundboard, and I'm a little jealous. I'll look it up right now. It's great. You, you just my keep reading. Is a uh, hold on. Let me think. But my favorite. Oh, they have the shade noise, and it upsets me because I want the shade noise. <laughs> I would use that in my everyday life, not just when recording. But regardless, Groot slang. So. Oh, God, just coming off of it sounding sexual, and this is how we're going to start this sentence. Often called the Wonder Hole. Oh, Jesus. Or the Bottomless Pit. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to keep it together. The cave and cavern system supposedly connects to the ocean and has long been thought to harbor within it a trove of diamonds and other treasures. The Groot Sling is said to measure about 40 to 50 feet long, sometimes even more with scales as black as night, an elephantine body, and a long serpent neck and tail, although it is often described as being merely a colossal serpent. <laughs> oh, I can't get that out of my head now. My mind lives in the gutter. You are from the trash. Yep, I am. Gutter, trash, it's all the same. Hey, the gutter is the high rise, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my brain lives in the upper floor, the rest of me not so much. <laughs> where my brain gets placed every night back into its home of the gutter to absorb all the awful foul shots. Well, the only soundboard it's giving me is a speaker, like a portable speaker. I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not how soundboards work. It's it's technically called something else. What is it called? (laughs) Bert's so upset about this. She's like, (laughs) I want it now. But anyways... So, Legend of the Groot Sling. The Groot Sling was said to be created by the gods with the features of both elephants and snakes, but proved to be so powerful and fearsome that it was torn apart into two separate animals. Elephants and snakes. Wow. (laughs) However, one of these abominations was said to have escaped and remained whole, going on to hide in the cave to spawn more of its kind and devouring whatever it could lure into its dark pit. Or dank pit. Whatever. Point being... Not well, cool. that, well, that's fun. two different things. One yes, is know, one is just not illuminated, and the other one's like, "Hey, man, you have a really cool place." What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Austin over here mansplaining like I don't know. I'm just trying to brush it off. Point being, eat a dick, Austin. <laughs> Anyways, according to legends, it is not an unreasonable beast and values gems over killing, offering to bargain for people's lives in exchange for these treasures. Woe be to anyone who tries to take these gems, as the Groot Sling will tear them to shreds. It is also known to leave its cave lair from time to time and prowl the rivers and lakes in the area as well, in particular the Orange and Val rivers of South Africa. So Groot Sling slight the sightings. While it seems to be nothing more than mere myth on the surface, there are a few sightings of this beach. Beach. <laughs> There's beach. a beach over there. <laughs> the Groot Sling. That would be... If someone's just always assumed the Groot Sling was a monster that was a beach, could never go to a beach, terrified of beaches. I mean, I, mean, I, I can go to the beach. I don't enjoy it. Sand that's gets everywhere. You like There's a beacon. flames. Well, that, but listen, I can go to a beach at night. I'm not going to, but I could. Actually, you can't, technically. Listen, they can't control me. <laughs> <laughs> So you have your own pool that looks like a beach. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the fucking beach. (laughs) Just to spite people. I mean, there's... And then I'm going to take selfies and be like, hmm, no one here to stop me. And then I'll leave. Before they can find me. Back into the dark. (laughs) 
I will fade away. Well, I know of one if you want to take an adventure. It's in Ohio, though. That's too far. I mean, that's going to be a long trip. I got work tomorrow. A long trip, and then we're going to have to go on foot. And then the miles from there to the nearest camp area is, like, two. Are you trying to murder me? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds you. Like. But if you want that selfie that bad, girl, I got you. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like you trying to murder me. Like, let's go on this road trip. Oh, we can and go to my aunt. this far from civilization. I'm we like, can go to my aunt's because at the same time she lives, like, next to this beach and it's got beach glass. Didn't we know or did we not go to that one? We have gone to that one before. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I feel like we've been. So all we had to do is park next to my aunt's house, walk just a f- not even a block up and be like, snap, snap. Sam, Sam. And there's Cedar Point in the background. Ooh. Groot slang. <laughs> Back to signings. We're just going to start all over again. Are you ready? I hope so. Yes. So, while it seems to be nothing more than a mere myth on the surface, there are a few sightings of this beast over the centuries that have cast wander. Wonder. <laughs> it came out. Wander. <laughs> it did. And it's it like, sure is wonderful. I don't know. I love you. I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> I stopped saying you know, wander after you know a long I time. For the longest the time, I'd say hailed. Hailed. He just wants to be hailed. And I'm like, we're supposed to worship the baby? <laughs> it's like, like I hailed their hand Christ. and everything else like that. And they're just like, Breeze is like, you mean, I can't even think, how do you see it? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, how old do you mean? I was like, yeah, that's what I said, hailed. And she's just like. <laughs> I was like, you're so cute. It's my friend. <laughs> She's special. She's my friend. <laughs> the kind that was raised around cornfields. It's okay. It just—it's not even like a fun cornfield thing. Like this poor child was chased from school because she was the only Mexican. I should be laughing about that, but that's just how we cope with things. It's okay. I became a dick. I know it was beautiful. Beating people up and shit. I mean, we're in a perfect blend now of where you've calmed down, but you're still vicious. It's great. But yeah, she was a little terrifying for a minute. I don't even know how we became friends. <laughs> I don't even. She was like, "Look at that pathetic one. I want it." <laughs> And then you starve without me. <laughs> and aggressively took over my life. But it's okay. She used to be so quiet and I corrupted her. I know. Pops was always happy to have me over because he's like, thank God this one's quiet. <laughs> this one reads all the time. Plays loud, obnoxious video games until four o'clock in the morning on a school night. That sounds like me. Uh, I had a bedtime. <laughs> I remember going to your house for a sleepover the first time. You were just like, oh, it's like 8 or 9 o'clock when you go to bed. I was like, why? Oh, no, I didn't say that. I think we just needed to quiet it down was what it was because I think Alex still had like a Mm -hmm. bedtime. And you shared rooms or something. You were just like. Yeah, because we had a (laughs) three-bedroom ranch-style house with one bedroom with seven people in it. Mm-hmm. I was lucky. I only had to share my room with one other person. The boys had to cram all three of them in there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Austin looks so appalled right now, and I'm like, I'm poor. <laughs> you know what my you favorite had snack to share was? Your Ritz like crackers once. and cream cheese. That was the creme de creme. Mm. It's good times. But that popcorn should be watching me. <laughs> 
Anyways, moving on. I remember that Satanist thing. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> wonder. Wonder. And what after all, saying? you're my wonder wall. <laughs> Sorry. <I'll stop>. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to edit that one. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. They told me to stop singing Oasis. And I said, maybe. <laughs> pretty hilarious so oh, i would not be mad at all if they did that i think we're gonna have to I redo like this I've episode this, this is the peak of my career guys oh, either we're gonna have to do a lot of editing or, i mean or we have to start all over it was it was a pretty peaceful week last week so let's just torrent <laughs> me this week i literally maybe edited out like five things last week i was just like oh, okay easy peasy Future Bree's gonna hate you. <laughs> Listen, shit's wild, man. <laughs> Living in the now. <laughs> you ever like listen to this while you're editing? You, gosh, fucking damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Matt makes fun of me because like we'll re-laugh at things we talk about. And he's like, "Are you fucking laughing at your own jerks? You fucking jerks! Your own jokes! <laughs> you fucking nerds!" <laughs> Wander. <laughs> oh my god. Wander. Oh uh, yes. Uh, wander on whether it may actually exist or not. In 1867, explorer Hans Sauer spotted an enormous black snake, nearly a hundred feet long, making it its way. Through the Orange River near Alleywale, north, eastern Cape uh, Province. Yeah. Uh, There was another account from 1899 in which a merchant named G.A. Kinnear. Kinnear? What the hell did I put then? I have no idea. I don't know. Kinnear was uh, crossing the Orange River near Uppington. Northern Cape Providence, when eight to ten feet of the head and neck of a gigantic black serpent crashed up from under the waves near his boat. Some interesting sightings were made by the South African explorer and uh, prospector, Lieutenant Fred C. Carnell, who had his first brush with a monster in 1910 during an expedition near Agrab. Bathius? Oh, um, Agra... Agra Beesvale? Yeah, she said. I don't know, I tried. Google noped us on that, so we're just winging it. Yeah. Uh, But that was in Northern Cape Province. On this occasion, an American explorer member named um, Camerer Camerer came back to their camp in a terrified panic, claiming he had seen a serpent serpent lift itself 12 feet out of the water as he had been bathing in a nearby pool. The second sighting would happen in 1920 and Carnell would write of it in his 
Weldly titled book. Oh, this one's a mouthful. Damn. The glamour of prospecting wanders of a sea African South. I'm sorry, South African prospector in search of copper, gold, emeralds, and diamonds. I mean, it sounds interesting. I mean, it just how much? Like, how big is this title? Is it just the whole cover of the book? Because that's just insane. Maybe it was very fine. Print. Or maybe it was like the glamour of prospecting. Wanderings of a South African prospector in search of copper, gold, emeralds, and diamonds. The I change can see in volume that. is supposed to be indicating the change of font. Parentheses. I could totally see that. Yes. And I totally buy it like the idiot that yes. I am. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would be interested. I'd be like, what is this? Or like, at least skim through and trust be those like, white men. <laughs> to the devil. What devils? These white men are dangerous. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> that is literally just American oh, man, history. If it, was, if it was not cultural appropriation, I would absolutely dress up as the chief from fucking Pocahontas. Why not? Because it's cultural appropriation, Amber. You I'm... are honoring someone. Like when the fucking kids at Wabonzi dress up as the chief, it's not then. So what do makes a difference they here? Do actually do that, though? I think so, yeah. They still stand. I, I don't know how that's Nathan. Bonzi Valley over here. still stand on the hill with the teepee on then, there. And, and then, then do the whole Hail Hitler thing and scare all of our exchange students. I mean, if you're Kino, <laughs> yes. Well, okay. It wasn't it was a Hail Hitler, but it was a very similar hand motion that really freaked out some of our exchange students. Yep. yep they were not very comfortable at all. Yay, white people. School. <laughs> well, I shouldn't even say white people schools. It many different... Uh, the melting races, pot of America. But it was just, yeah. You can tell white people made it, though. Mm-hmm. We took these Native Americans' land. We'll name a high school after them. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Oh, and then just have a bunch of white children play them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a time. What a world we live in. <laughs> Great times. Great yeah. times. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, the second sighting would happen in 1920. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we already read that. <clears throat> My bad. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? So, so you're on to the go quote. Back to yeah. Go back to that? Go back to what? Well, for your editing, it'll probably be better if she goes back to that, then that way you can just, like... Don't tell me how to edit. I edit just fine. Anyway, the quote would say... <laughs> It was dark when he uh, floundered out of it, and he for us. He's got help. Harold. No, it's fine. No, usually I'm pretty good at blending it. <clears throat> now that she knows that there's a it. button for like. Oh my god! Yes, the delete and move button has changed my life. Because I used to have to delete the section and then reselect all the three spots and then drag it manually and here I am like a chump and then finally one day I did accidentally click the delete and move button and then it snapped together and I was like made sure like it worked right and I was like I've been fucking doing this like a chump the whole time I've been doing this like a poor person <laughs> you're not so not that, not that I'm rich or anything but it's just funny I don't know I just always think anytime you do anything super difficult way and then there's like an easy way you're like I feel like I've been gypped this whole time bamboozled bamboozled <laughs> that word will also never stop being funny <laughs> been bamboozled but on to the quote 
the quote would say, it was dark when he, we, sorry, floundered out of it, and we steered straight for a wide thicket of willows, made a big fire, and there, I'm sorry, and where only too glad to turn in. It seemed an excellent camp with wood, water, and shelter from the cold wind. It was plain that the boys were uneasy. Which I'm thinking the boys, because boys is in quotation marks, so I'm assuming maybe locals that were helping them. Yeah, like their guides or like their pack mules, basically. Yeah, which, fucking white people. Again, I would like to apologize on the behalf of white people. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them are not sorry, but I am. It's okay, we accepted you as our own. Thanks. Yay. I don't remember where I was. Uh, boys. Ah, the boys were uneasy, and they crouched close to our fire instead of building one apart as they uh, they usually did. After some food, um, Isaac, I think I said that right. Mm. Isaac, yeah, um, suggested that we might perhaps tret trek uh, trek. On a little further, and this coming from an from a most exhausting day, was uh, decidedly strange. We asked him why, and after beating around the bush for a, a bit, he told me that in the middle of the river, and exactly opposite to where we were camped, was a big rock in the, which the huge snake, the Groot Slang, in which uh, every Richard Veld uh, Hottentot firmly believes had his home, and that it was not safe for us to be, or, I'm sorry, safe for us or our horses. Yes. Uh, so continuing on with the quote, uh, we had long heard of the snake, many reputable Hottentots and a few white men had claimed to see it. Many more have seen this huge spore in the sand or mud, a foot and a half wide. It is believed to take cattle from the banks, and the natives fear it mightily. There are no crocodiles in the orange, and besides, there are never any traces of feet with the spore, but it is remarkably fit. It is a remarkable fact that the Hottentot, uh, name for this huge python or whatever it may be, is Keeman, which is very like the eastern name for an alligator. However, we were far too tired to care for snakes and, of course, stayed where we were. The only thing to annoy us being the huge long-legged tarantulas that kept running with incredible swiftness into the fire, where they sizzled, squirmed, and smelt unpleasantly. Ugh. Which... I think I remember hearing about this. But I don't know if it was like they were just going to it because they seek desired warmth in like cold nights. It was like too cold for them, but I can't remember. Probably. But I thought I've heard about this before. Like spiders just like charge into the fire and then they're like, no dumb spider, you'll die. And then they die. Oh, they try to get close, and but then I guess just they like, too close. That. Well, it's here. They go right into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's a bunch of little. Yeah. That's why I was just like, (laughs) we're all just shuddering over here. So in the morning, we found that the river here was a long, wide, still, and apparently very deep stretch of water, and that a big rock rose from the center, as the guides had said. It appeared to be of granite and was riven in half by a big cleft. The steep mud banks of the river should have shown a trace of anything coming up from the water, but we found no spore. So we made up some dynamite cartridges with a fuse and detonator, fuse and detonator, and flung them out as far as we could, and stood by with the arsenal, quote unquote, handy in case the Groot slang was at home and objected. The dynamite made a big upheaval, but no snake materialized. Only a few small springers and a barbel flapped round in the muddy water. So these motherfuckers are just whipping dynamite. Because yeah. the they're like, there might be this monster here, so let's just, you know, blow it up just let's in case. Let's piss it off. <laughs> like, 
Fuck it. It would not be my first plan of attack, Are but you okay. Sure? <laughs> no, you know me. I'm more flight than Guys! fight. We need to leave. <laughs> Someone think of the horses. Harold! Harold! <laughs> think of the horses. <laughs> so, uh, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. Next quote. So then I saw something moving in the crack in the rock and let drive with my rifle. I was in a hurry and I heard my bullet hit the landscape somewhere in German territory. But Ronson had seen that movement too and was emptying his magazine into the crack without undue loss of time. When we finally finished, a very flustered and indigent old wild duck squatted out of that crack and went away unhurt and quacking most derisively. No luck again with our big game shooting. So they did this again. So, okay, my theory is they had to be fucking drunk. I think so. Because they missed this poor fucking duck, which, bless that duck for making it out of there. I'm glad he's okay. But this is some bullshit. Duck's minding his business just getting shot at. Makes me think of Pops. We thought you were a snake. What? (laughs) Makes me think of Pops. Because we were outside for some reason in Ohio, and he had to throw away his beer can. Pops is trashed already. Of course, naturally. So, so he go, he wanders over to the fucking trash can when it used to be over by the tree before the entrance. And uh, he's sitting there. He opens it and he, he screamed like a fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, ah! and he's just like, I go, I'm just like, what's wrong? And he's like, a fucking raccoon was in a trash can. <laughs> and he starts kicking. She's like, fucking raccoons. I hate them. <laughs> You good? I mean, I don't blame them. They can be terrifying. They're just so cuddly, though. They're cute. Yeah, with their rabies and their claws. I know. There was one time, though, I remember. But they're so clean. (laughs) They do. They wash their hands so, so, you know, so frequently. Yeah, and they can also throw up anything if they know that there's poison in it. Like, if you put hand sanitizer, like, anything that you think would keep these animals away, sure, they'll eat it, but then they'll be like, Hmm, that's not sitting right or it doesn't I mean, taste right. Self-protection, Blech. man. Preservation, man. It's impressive. Cool. But, uh... Yeah, because it's still sweet and they'll just drink the hell out of it and the insides will crystallize. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so oh. they look oh, fine on the outside, but on the inside, it's... Oh! <laughs> but that doesn't... Skittles! But, but no, that... not... It wasn't Skittles. Don't worry. <laughs> Skittles is in Illinois. It's okay. Anyways, um, there was a raccoon in the wild, <laughs> and she cried, calling for it, and it ran right over by her. And I was just like, I had snacks. <laughs> yeah, and she named it Skittles because well, no, we've that, seen no, no, it no. like three to Skittles four times. Is the one that lived in the dumpster at my dad's oh, apartment? That's right. No, the one in downtown Naperville. I did not name. Pocahontas here just like called it over, and he's just like Nico, be like. Hey! <laughs> Snacks. I wasn't gonna like hand it to him. I was gonna throw it closer when yeah, he got close Yeah, then he get close and be like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme." <laughs> I mean, how could I tell it no? But anyways, or I would have left like the rest of the can down for him, just because in that way he would see that I had no more. And that was everything. But anyways, I would have handled it. <laughs> but also no. But that story, the pop story, reminds me though of the one time I went to take out the recyclings because that was like my tour. And I'm walking out, and all of a sudden I hear a rustling, and I come around the corner, and here's just a possum straight up chilling on top of the garbage can. And I was like. I'll be back. <laughs> and I just brought it back inside. Mom was like, why didn't you take out the recyclings? I was like, there was a, a possum on there. And this was at the time where I was uneducated about possums. But still, I wasn't trying to fuck with one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm good, bro. You you keep snacking. I'll be back later to try again. Mm-hmm. You you do you. 
when we lived in Texas, the the uh, warehouse. warehouse that I worked in, there was uh, a staircase that went upstairs, and there was a I want to say an AC pipe that was there. And one of the guys before I got there that morning found the mom possum up there, and then we found a baby possum later, and I had to go take it. Release him into the wild. And he had to, like, travel, like, four or something, five. Not that far. Well, it still had to be further than them knowing where it is because then they'll travel back there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how you have to do with mice, too, typically. Mm -hmm. But continuing on. But he showed me the picture in the box. It was adorable, and I wanted it. It was, like, a big. It was just, like. like, the size of, like, a big potato. I was just, like. Yeah, I was just, like, keep it. Those are the descriptors you know go right to my heart, Austin. (laughs) Because, one, I loved baked potatoes. (laughs) And two, the idea of something being that small warms me. <laughs> I wanted it. I was just like, you should have kept it. And he's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, yeah. But it protects you from termites. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And then we could have named it Harold. Harold! Back before we knew Harold was a thing, but fuck it. Harold, stop it. Don't you shit me. Harold, watch the sass. Uh, but anyways, I believe it is your turn now, Burr. Yeah, so Carnell would appear, uh, yeah, apparently actually attempt to go on and use dynamite and try to kill the creature without success, unless by success you mean tearing a new hole in the river. Interestingly. Interestingly, in the 1917, there is a story of a prospector who launched an expedition to the cave by the name of Peter Grayson in search of diamonds. Um, famously stating, I am determined to return to England as a very rich man or a dead man. Reasonable goals, I feel. Right. Uh, Apparently, his team did not have a good time of it. Many of them dying to, uh, no, I'm sorry. Many of them dying or turning back before they even got close to the cave. But Grayson went on and forged ahead. It is said that he walked off towards the cave. yeah, toward the cave and went in it and never came out. The local lore has it he was killed by the Groot slang. Well, I mean, yeah, if he's going into his home and trying to steal his sparkly, shiny things. Right. Pretty, pretty, shiny, shiny. Pretty, pretty, shiny, shiny. Not precious. Yeah, no touchy. No touchy. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that later on tonight. I know. I hope uh, they still have it on Netflix. They do. It's oh, one of my Nine Nine movies. It's funny you're a what? <laughs> I don't know why I've started calling that, but it's one of my... I have to, when I go to sleep, I have to put on a movie I've seen like a, at least a dozen times because then I'm not tempted to watch it. So basically me. Yeah. But no, no. What did, but what'd you call it? A night-night movie. <laughs> night. Because I'm a child. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I want to do with the kids. Dude, I literally knock out in like five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And depending on how exhausted I am, sometimes I'll stay up a little longer. But you typically, if I'm like really t- like tonight, I will absolutely knock out like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Matt hasn't like seen found me like falling asleep with like remotes in my hands and glasses till I'm from trying to pick one. <laughs> Does that mean you get it from your your dad? Like being able to put something on and sleep? I mean. Not snoring, but I was gonna say I don't know if Dad always if Dad watches TV typically when he falls asleep. Well, he did when I was over. Oh, maybe he did. I mean, I don't know. My dad just 
Because there's a few times I was just like, break your dad has the TV on and he's snoring. Should we go turn it off? And you're just like, listen, and you're just like, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he usually does what I do now, which is put on a sleep timer. Okay. Yeah, that's what we did too. Because, well, I used to not put a sleep timer on and then be woken up to the DVD. And then you playing over and over. Although, except for what was it? I always loved Phantom of the Opera because it would just mm-hmm. automatically play all over yep. again. That's why I love it so much. And I was like, boom, crisis averted. Yep. Always going to wake up at some point in the movie. I loved it. My favorite, though, has been so far is doing the Lord of the Rings movies because that movie, I'll just watch it half hour at a time and it lasts me like a week. There you go. I love it. It's great. Genius. Genius, <laughs> I say. Yeah. Ah, where was I? I think you're starting at the beginning. In later years? Yep. Okay. In later years, there was an interesting claim by journalist Lawrence G. Green in his 1945 book, Where Men Still Dream, in which he recounts how the local tribes of the area refused to go anywhere near the pit where the Groot slang is said to dwell. All the... All that is except one unnamed prospector who apparently made many, many, I'm sorry, many forays into the cave looking for riches said to be down there. Green would write of this um, ingenic man in... Hold on. Dramatic? Now I can't say it. Enigmatic. There we go. Enigmatic. Enigmatic. Like... Edward Nigma Enigma. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you gotta use Batman movie reference. Hell yeah. Always. Yes. Always use Batman. Always. When in doubt, Batman. Batman. Batman the shit out of everything. <laughs> Batman. 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 But um Enigmatic Man and the Groot slang in general. The cavern, they say, is connected with the sea forty miles away. If you lean over the edge of the pit and listen carefully, there comes at intervals a deep boom-like surface on a distant shore. I know one tough prospector who took a wench and cabled. I know. I don't know them. (laughs) (laughs) It's the quote, okay? All right, but moving on. Um, A wench and cable to the spot and explored a little of the wonder hole. It is, I believe, the only man to attempt that feat. It was dark and extremely hot when his feet touched the ledge far down. The ragged ragged circle of daylight seemed small. Bats flew in his face and he dropped his electric torch. So, for us dumb Americans, flashlight. (laughs) Not flashlight, you fucking pervert. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. It's full with mine. There's no vacancy in the gutter. <laughs> but the um, the flashlight. And before they hauled him to the surface, he observed tunnels leading out of the shaft. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there was a smell of sulfur in the air, and he never descended again. So he found a volcano, basically. Or the a mouth. pit that led to hell. Hell! Certain death. Uh, the great snake of the Orange River is something more than a legend. Um, Carnell described it in his books. Scoring of other man's, oh, I'm sorry, scores of other men living near the river have sent letters to the newspaper declaring they had seen the monster. 
Native stories that the snake was enormous has enormous diamond eyes in in the eye sockets, and that a strange and evil influence is felt by all who behold it. Maybe positively dismissed. Politely. I'm sorry, politely. That's okay. Um, white eyewitnesses state that the snake is 40 feet long, leaving a track of muddy on the muddy riverbanks about three feet wide. This spore was followed by one party of prospectors for many miles before it disappeared into the river. The truth probably is that ex- exceptionally exceptionally large pythons have been seen in the river from time to time, and their size is exaggerated. Exaggerated. Shh. I was going to let that one slide. Pythons up to 20 feet, 25 feet in length have been shot. Yeah, shot. Their powers of swelling a buck whole are well known but in the native mind there remains only one great snake greatly feared yeah which the whole snake eating a book thing i've seen pictures of that and that's just it's it's unsettling and it upsets me but usually i think it's like post strangling yeah stop that because now you just look like sloth from the goonies (laughs) (laughs) okay then that just made me immediately think of that. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Uh, anyway, so sightings and, count- and accounts went on. When in 1947, there was a report from John Clift, who saw a black crocodile near an abandoned mine crater, and such sightings have continued on into even more modern times with strange and very large snake-like tracks often found near the water. There are numerous stories of people being chased off by some large reptilian monster down in the caves, and locals claim that many people have gone missing, the pit swallowing them up and to never return. It certainly makes one wonder what might be behind all of these stories. And there are now, uh, there are plenty of ideas, including that it is just an oversized pythons or monitor lizards, a new species of reptile, a surviving dinosaur, some sort of long-necked seal, or just pure folklore. The generally harrowing tale the remote areas itself, as well as the dangerous, unexplored nature of the cavern system, would probably go f- bleh, go far to explain why people may go missing. But going on into Groot Slang and pop culture, going to be a really short one. But a Groot Slang was featured in the Secret Saturdays episode, Something in the Water. Yeah. It is depicted as a four-tusked, green-skinned elephant with ram-like horns and a spiked snake-like tail. The Saturdays had to relocate a Groot slang away from the settlements by baiting it with a large piece of pork. Yum, 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 yum. I mean, I guess that's one way to do it. Food. Uh, a Groot slang was also featured in the Lumberjanes, Volume 3, as a creature creating a massive snowstorm threatening the camp, which is odd because I feel like that's way out of where the Groot slang belongs. Yeah. And does not make any sense, but okay. Cool. And then, of course, lastly, again... It is also featured as a topic in episode three for the podcast Folklore on the Rocks. Three. Three. But yes, again, go listen to them. They're the reason we did this episode. Also, thanks again, Mysterious Universe, for all of the information, because Wikipedia was useless to me this time around. Woo, 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 woo. Good for you. But it's okay, Wikipedia. I still love you. You can't be perfect. But yeah, so that's Grootsling. Any thoughts? Comments, concerns, 
suggestions. <laughs> Proper grammar pronunciations. <laughs> I mean, you know. Advice for Jesus. Yeah, right. You know, all the fun stuff. Tell him to stop calling me. I'm not answering. Not today. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. Jesus is avoiding my calls. Yep. Satan is the one I'm avoiding. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I want to avoid him. It's just I'm busy. Not today. Not today. Star soon. <laughs> Listen, our time will come, Satan. It's just not now. Not right now. I'm not ready to sell my soul. Later. Trust me, it's been tempting a few times to have a job where I don't have to leave my house. So close, I so many times. Yeah, right? I would, hell, I wouldn't even ask for six figures. I'd be like, 60 grand. Like, just something where I could live comfortably, but not like crazy, you know? Wine every day. Yeah. Well, not every day. I'm not, I, my liver. <laughs> Someone think of my liver. <laughs> I was thinking of like a glass. Let's not get too crazy here. I mean, yeah, when I'm at home, I do drink really slow. When I'm out, that's when the problem is. Because then I'm like, well, let's drink, 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 Okay, sorry. Uh, that will never stop being part of our song, Random Bits. As long as we can find ways to parody it, it's going to exist. Deal with it. <laughs> but anyways, so if you have any corrections, concerns, things you want to add, topic ideas you want to hit us up with, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. Uh, we also have Twitter where you can find us at Cast Creep. We'll see it's capitalized. We also have Instagram. It's at the Creepcast, all lowercase. Find us on Facebook. It's the Creepcast with Brian Burr. Also find us on Patreon, which is also the Creepcast with Brian Burr. We have the website. Yes. It's called thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yes. 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 Indeed. So, rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate. and have a good night now. Bye-bye. 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 Harold! <laughs>